Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is the show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. Very briefly, because we're in the middle of the World Series, uh, not too much going on, except I'm in danger here with my over-under, where I took the under on 1.5 wins for the Phillies. Uh, but, but, in my defense, so we're, we're, game three is tonight, you'll hit, you'll see game three before you, uh, before you listen to this, tied 1-1 currently, and it's basically gone exactly like I think it would go if the Phillies only win one game, in the sense that... They won a first game. They're feeling good, you know, like they're riding high. And then the Astros just vice clamps down. I could see, I could see three more five games. game sweep. I could see a five game sweep here. They just got off to yeah. a little slow start, and then mm, no, never mind. That's what I was worried was going to happen to the Celtics. Yeah, in the in the finals was it was like okay, well we won one somehow. Yeah. Like I don't even like going back through. I don't know how they won that game, <laughs> but they did. And then I was. Con- convinced that they're going to just lose the next four on the trot but i don't know going back to philadelphia if you want to okay. wow if you want to have vitriol thrown at oh, you oh i mean oh it's going to be rowdy don't get plus me wrong some probably things uh then this is the place for it this is for, it's going to be rowdy for sure there but I, also how i still don't understand how boston fans are considered the worst when like philly's right there but what they they can't even they can't like even get that reputation as being everybody knows it. Come on, <laughs> Phillies right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I um I I think I, I'm still I'm still feeling okay about the over under uh, at one point five. Like I I do think the Astros could just um, just clamp down here, but um, I don't know. They could win another game. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, more Verlander games, please. Yeah, more for Orlando World Series games. Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get at least one more, right? Yeah, game four or game five, probably. Yeah, I think. I mean, hey, the Phillies have a shot here. Good for the Phillies, you know. Happy that they're here, but by the time we talk next week, this will uh, this will be this will be all set. We'll know what's gonna happen. But actually, that's not the most important thing that's happening right now, and that's what we're gonna talk about for the rest of the pod. Fantasy extravaganza. Just felt like it was time. We have we have been uh, not talking about it nearly enough. It's it's hard to think of a more rich fantasy time for new content than right now. It's good. It's great. Maybe we had three series running concurrently that mm-hmm. had differences, had similarities, uh, had a lot to like. Huge budgets. I mean, there's good stuff. So we're talking, of course, about Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, and Star Wars Andor. So three huge properties with new pieces. All of these presumably in season one of X, where X is, <laughs> yeah. where X is somewhere between three and six, seven. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you if you ask George, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of seasons of this House of the Dragon, and I think that it, you've already said to me that the 
Rings of Power is supposed to be more seasons than I expected. Mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to be four. And they're already talking about eh, maybe, maybe more. Yeah, but they're also already talking about spacing them out by like two years. So I am livid. I don't know what the appetite for that could be. All right. But let, let's let's talk about these specifically in turn. And I'm going to go. I'm already livid about Dune. Like this is the time. Where is it? We're already halfway through. We're already presumably halfway through the wait uh for dune that is okay so i i'm just gonna this basically random order pick them out of a hat here so let's start with lord of the rings rings of power we're gonna try to keep to 10 minutes for each one of these and this is dangerous because you know i edit these pods afterwards but i think we're gonna probably keep the whole 10 (laughs) all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna do each of us give a short review then we'll kick back and forth we'll make sure we understand where we left off and I want to check in about how excited are we for the future of this show. All right, my short review, Rings of Power. Clear distillation of good and evil doing battle in the show. The storyline is clear, even though they threw in purposeful mixed directs to throw off guesses about who was who in this and who the main characters that we were waiting to see would be. I do find the characters a little confusing from some of their some of their motivations and things that I thought mm-hmm. I knew about the characters don't seem to be true anymore. Overall, very high notes though on this show. Okay. So should I should I do my Yeah, my do yours and then let's spot. go back right. and then we'll kick it around. Uh okay. Uh quintessential high fantasy show that stands upon the edge of a knife between overly wooden while bright and new, leans heavily on Peter Jackson with a sly Gandalf wink. Checks off action items that needed addressing in season one almost too perfunctorily. These are kind of similar reviews. Similar, but I think yeah. I think you've got a little bit of recency bias. That last episode, that last episode got us out of wandering Mirkwood and uh, got us to the Lonely Mountain pretty fast. And I am still remember remembering wandering through Mirkwood between episode five and. Nine. <laughs> I I do I do have recency bias. I will give you that. How many episodes were there? But there were eight episodes. But I so we we finished finished eight episodes of Rings of Power. I so five and seven. What am I, I, I'm already thinking House of Dragon. <laughs> I think for me, yes, recency bias, but mostly because I had already I had already convinced myself of how I was going to feel before the last episode about certain characters. So, for instance, Galadriel. I don't love the disconnect between Gladrill that we're seeing now and Third Age Gladrill and all the things that we know. Gladrill's buddy buddy with Sauron and Gandalf's in the world already in the Second Age. It's kind of like, well, wait a second. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something big here. Yeah. And I'm willing to give them a pass for the next four seasons, but uh, I need to be convinced here. Well, that almost that sounded a little bit negative. I mean, I have mostly. I think that I've I've seen some of the internet discourse and tried to try to avoid it because I am mm-hmm. trying to keep an open mind on some of this. Mm-hmm. You and I have both spent many many SMSs <laughs> or iChats, whatever they are, on like this is not following the timeline mm. from the appendices. This is not following to the letter we get from like unfinished tales Mm -hmm. and we know that and i think that we're able we're trying to keep an open mind here and you and i are also going to keep an open mind on some of like the um some of the characters and some of the license that they've taken with those yes 
But like you're saying, there is a frustration in how does Galadriel like not mention to Frodo like, oh, FYI, his his favorite color is yellow. When we're on a boat for two days in the <laughs> like, we we went through a like a how do you get to know each other? Like he saved my life. Something. I mean, like you know, in in the end, right? Sauron saved Galadriel's life at one point in this show, right? <laughs> like that's apparently now yeah. canon in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Sure. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. But we, we agree here. You said quintessential fantasy. I said clear distillation of good and evil doing battle. That's, you know, more or less the same thing. And I think that the reason that we both started there is because that's the defining characteristic of Lord of the Rings. And you fleshed it out even better when you said Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. 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 But this this is Peter, Peter Jackson did a great job of making the world Peter Jackson's. Well, yes. He took it. I mean, seriously, he took it from Europe yeah. and put it into New Zealand. Yeah. Which any American is like, why don't you just put it in America? <laughs> because, like, duh. But it's even more insane that he put it into New Zealand yeah. because that is, he, he read it, the mountains are higher. Yeah. The grasslands are, are bigger and grassier. Like everything is different. The, like the built-up areas are smaller. Mm-hmm. Like it's so different from the world that that Tolkien thought of, and we're still in that. We're still in New Zealand. Yes. Whether or not we're actually filming there all the time. Right. No. 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 I. I. I completely agree with you, and I. And I really like that. <laughs> Let me be clear. I think that's that's a thing that I actually mm-hmm. find quite enjoyable, and one of the things that I do like about this. I'm curious a little bit more what you mean by the sly, exactly what you mean by the sly Gandalf wink. How many, how many lines have they taken? Oh. Directly. Okay. Like also, I know what you when, mean, yeah. when Galadriel says that like, in place of a Dark Lord, you'd have a queen. It's like, why doesn't she just say Sauron offered this yeah. to me? And I said, no. And now I'm, fi- this is my final, she, she says it, she doesn't say it. Yeah. If, if this had happened later, she would have to say like I have passed the final test. I have passed the test that Sauron gave me, and it didn't take it. I have passed the test that uh, fate has handed me by offering it willingly. That and then follow your nose. Um, <laughs> I know. You know, at the end. I know. There were there were a lot of lines that they took. They did. That were like just. I mean, MGM must be really happy that they're making a teeny tiny bit of money, right? Aren't they? New line. You think <laughs> they must be. Uh, all right, so wrapping up on some lawyers this, making money. Oh yeah, wrapping up a little of this. We, I think we left off medium cliffhanger, right? That's sort of what where I would say we left off. We'll get to this in Andor, but yes, medium cliffhanger. Yeah, it's almost like we know what happens. Well, I mean, this is what you this is what you're saying when you say checks off action items that need to be addressed. Yeah, okay, we got to basically where we kind of needed to get to, especially bringing all of the bringing the mismatched timelines from the appendices into into mm-hmm. line with each other so it's like yeah. okay at the end of the season now we sort of know obviously a little bit of a cliffhanger because we we don't know what's going to happen next season exactly we don't know what happens in the season i mean but just to, uh, when especially <laughs> when i say that on the action items it's like if i had written out for you like on mm-hmm. on paper what they would have been it would have been like Number one, we have to have a love story. <laughs> Number two, we have to um, we have to see the rings. Number three, we have to see some mithril. Number four, we have to see um, the relationship between 
Elrond and Gilgalad yep. and Elrond and everybody. Elrond and X, yes. basically. And the only one that we haven't seen is him and Elendil. If I had known when this was supposed to be, I would have said we need to see Elendil and Isildur. And we need to get some reason. Yep. And we need to see Isildur in his element. And then I would have said we need to see, we need to have a reveal on who Sauron is. And if I was just going off, <laughs> if I was just going off, somehow we'd have to shoehorn Gandalf in here. We don't know how uh, or what, but like yeah, we should probably tick, shoehorn tick, him tick, in. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, I mean, you're just running yeah, just straight tick, down. Tick, tick, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All check boxes. All right. I mean, you could, I could just see you, you and me just sitting around, uh, <laughs> around the, the campus and being like, well, if you were to put Gandalf in the show, <laughs> how would you? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's pretty lame that he shows up in the third age in a boat when in, in second age he gets to show up in a freaking meteor i mean okay uh last thing how excited are you for the future for this very excited i'm not excited for a wait it's got to be next year i'm not excited for the wait but i'm i'm i mean i will i'll go and i'll write bezos (laughs) i'm very excited to see this i mean this this is the show that inspired the deepest level of conversation between us because we know so much about it and so that to me for sure yeah i think that to me is just like oh i'm just way more excited about this Mm mm-hmm all right, moving on. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Here's my short review. Very short on this one. Murky examples of good and evil, though we are clearly supposed to be rooting for one side of the greens and blacks. And obviously it's the blacks in case that wasn't clear to you. Uh, I liked the sets. I really liked how this show looked. I thought, you know, they were dark. One of the complaints that people had. And I'm pretty excited about the mythology. So I actually really liked the i like the mythology that they created in this show i like there being dragons in you know in a real set i period period (laughs) i mean what else (laughs) is there to say i like so yeah i just like that all right that's my review all right um mine is attempts a return to got form by hammering all the things viewers loved about got through the end of season six never overreaches Mm -hmm. but never dazzles I'm wondering now, after our conversation about Lord of the Rings, if I'm also experiencing recency bias here because this show picked up towards the end, strongly, of the, mm-hmm. the first season. And a lot of that is that you have to, they had to build up all the set pieces. Uh, but last three episodes were good. Were decent. Yeah. Good. No, but, but were any of them great? No. Can you say, like, no. this is as good as Battle of the Bastards or the Blackwater or Ned Stark? Uh, Ned Stark getting his head chopped off uh, or i'm the, sorry um, vagar this munching on eric's was pretty freaking cool yeah i mean that that's like that's pretty good <laughs> that was pretty good for me you like that i did like, i liked it because okay i was wondering because there were so many because like, there were so many layers of nuance right because because neither of them had control of their dragon and so that immediately shows you like oh there's a wild element in all of this as well yeah they're they're not just these are these are not just pets, and that that these made are... and I mean that made the mythology so much deeper because one thing about Game of Thrones is that yeah it was sweet that there were dragons, but Daenerys had total control and it was just like of this amazing weapon the whole time. And when in this show, people are trying working to claim dragons, dragons are not obeying them. We still don't know how dragons <laughs> reproduce. Like I'm, you know, <laughs> Damon is questing for eggs. Like that stuff's pretty cool. Like that's actually. That's what I want from this show. <laughs> I you, you, no, you're right. I th- I think you're you're making the argument well, and you're you are you are you're you're making the argument well. And I think I did. Um, 
I, I was I was I was on my edge of my seat during that during that chase. Yeah. But in a way, that was the only time. Maybe that's the only time that it dazzled me. Well, that's was was that one one scene. That's why I'm admitting and, recency bias. And it was really fun. It was really fun him getting up above the above the clouds. Yeah. And then just thinking about. I mean, poor kid. That's I have been thinking about this. The poor kid who is the most level-headed one who doesn't just feel you just feel bad for him. Especially you know if you have kids, you, you just yeah. like. You are, and you see her turn at the end, which was very, very well done. You can see her turn of like, okay, I, I really hope that they it, much better than the um, Daenerys turn, where it was like, why are you just all of a sudden going crazy? Yeah. Or in this, it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be on the warpath. And there's so much that the question here is, do we go read the book or no? I am so glad that you brought that up. Uh, I want to. Right, I want to. I mean, it, so look, if if you draw the parallel to Lord of the Rings, it deepened the fact that we know stuff and the fact that we could go to the appendices deepened my appreciation for the show, and deepened my appreciation for for thinking about it. And I think we're gonna get that for Game of Thrones also. And the best part is that there's not a huge ton of spoilers because the book isn't the same as the Game of Thrones books themselves. It's a you know funky sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I. I thought that this is this is the one that I think they HBO executives said if we don't mess this up we have in the bag like a huge viewership. Yeah. So let's not mess this up guys. Let's just do let's we still have everything in the warehouses, all the costumes, all the designs. We have we have all the IP for the show. Don't don't mess this up, and let's just make it. Let's try to see if we can we can get this re, this restarted and and see if it'll work. This is like this is like going into the garage and being like, well, there's a car there. Um, it's got a lot of dust on it. Let's clean the dust off and just just drive it, and then and then we'll see if we want to have you know if we want to invest more into that. If we want to put like new exhaust on this. Your short review makes perfect sense, right? Return to Game of Thrones. Return to Game of Thrones form. Totally agree. Uh, there's some there's some pretty decent stuff in that. Uh, we did leave off with a major cliffhanger, right? Where major did we cliffhanger. leave off? Yes. I mean, you alluded to this with with um, with the turn, uh, Rhaenyra's turn at the very end is the thing that is going to inspire the whole next season. And you're like, oh, right. Something is something is different now. Um, but then also on the on the cliffhangers, we have what's happening with the wild dragons. Yep. We have what's happening with the the Eerie and Winterfell. Yeah. Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. know that they will come into this. And I don't, this is why I want to read the books and don't want to read the books. Because like half of my memory, I've like tried to put it in, in place. Especially as a historian who has to like do this and every once in a while remember like, wait, who was allied with who <laughs> I at know. that point yeah. in time? Yeah, yeah. Completely agree. It's like. Wait, Germans were fighting on the side of the British during the American Revolution because yep. the king was German. Nations. Therefore, That's they right. brought over, they paid for most of the army, the German army, put red, put them in red. Yeah. Okay, right. Does it make total sense until you like actually sit down and walk through it and like remember everything you've read? No, and I haven't read this stuff. No, but that's why Game of Thrones is. That's why Game of Thrones is so interesting, and that's why I said it's the the murky examples of good and evil. In this. Absolutely, it's it was good. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for next season. I think one of the things like everybody keeps on talking about Lord of the Rings versus House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. 
I think these work so well at the same yes. time as foils for each other because they, they both of them scratched a little itch, the other one didn't, and neither of them had to be perfect because they were compared against the other one. Yes, that that's very true. I think so. One of the things that I do that I am excited for about House of the Dragon is the fact that HBO has demonstrated that they can churn this show out. Yeah, like they they and can they, turn these like, out. On, we're back. They can turn these out on a yearly basis. That's going to happen. They're going to turn this out on a yearly basis. And that's a, yeah. a good, a huge thing to me that I'm very paranoid about Lord of the Rings for. But, okay. So, I think, all right, both pretty excited. But let's be clear. Yeah, where's Wheel of Time season two? Uh, Guys. Hopefully soon. So, but I don't know. How excited, how excited are we relative to Lord of the Rings? Do you have a... For what you just said, I'm like, I'm more excited or anticipating the next season of Game of Thrones. Because I feel like even if it's like a month late, mm-hmm. I feel like that was one of the big things that, that cost um, the, the GOT series down the runway. And they're trying to not do those things. So I think that they're going to be on a pretty good timeline. Whereas I don't, I don't know when the next LOTR is yeah. going to come out. Well, same thing's true for our next for our next topic here. Star Wars and or they know how to turn that shows as we've learned. All right. My short review. This is Star Wars without being Star Wars. Uh, the prequel trilogy needed to focus on politics at this level, and it would have been way better. Uh, there's a bunch of excellent vignettes in here that are making a great, an awesome story overall. Um, I actually feel some 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 high stakes because we know where we're going from this, and I feel extremely immersed in the world. I like that. You, uh, let me here. Here's what I gotta say. Low stakes adventure set in the Star Wars world, written by fans who don't mind delving into the B storylines. Looks great and presents a compelling storyline that feels new and escapes the prequel problem of, well, I know what happens to them. Yeah, that uh, that's very true. And to be clear, we're only seven. No, wait, we're eight twelfths. <laughs> so we're three quarters. Let me reduce that fraction. Three quarters of the way through this season, as as we record on on this. So there, I think there's space to reserve the judgment, but I mean, I don't, I don't see it moving a lot. I think I would be surprised if either of our reviews change significantly over the next month. I don't know how they would be able to ruin it. We've already had some really good, we've already had some really good content. Mm-hmm. We aren't aiming towards uh, Palpatine as a clone kind of stuff. We we're in, we're in the real, we're in the real Star Wars world. Yeah, it feels like. The reason that I say it's no Star Wars, that it's not exactly Star Wars, is because Palpatine's alluded to, sure. Uh, you see a lot of the Empire, which is fine. That could be kind of anywhere. There's no Vader. There's no Palpatine. There's no no discussion of the Force. No discussion of Jedi anywhere in this. Even as even as a thing that existed in the past. It doesn't even exist in this. Mm-hmm. doesn't even exist in this show. And those are kind of... It's interesting because those are the defining characteristics of episodes four through six primarily but in this post mandalorian star wars world they've created this more they've created star wars as a as a feeling instead of as these storylines and that's kind of what i'm i think what i'm picking up on here and they're able to tell these and this is just this is just a better better done show than the mandalorian which was a good set of vignettes that i liked in the first place also but this is even another step removed from Star Wars because there's... Oh, you think this is better than Mandalorian? I do. I, I do. I, okay. I think, I think I'm enjoying this. I, I mean, 
I'll be interested to see what happens with more seasons of The Mandalorian, but this is even more removed from Star Wars. There's no Baby Yoda <laughs> in this, right? But there's no. it's not even like superhero stuff. I was yeah. thinking about this in terms of like, it, it, as you're talking, thinking about like, we haven't even seen it. It's no Death Star. A Death Star is a yeah. huge piece of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, no lightsabers. And, and even further, there's no like people not flying around you know as like in the mandalorian or having superpowers yeah. of like bullet if a bullet hits them they're shot yeah yes right this is this is not superhero star wars this is a stormtrooper walks by and i'm scared yeah because they can actually they can detain me i don't have like an option to just kill them it it's just the stakes are so different we're not talking about like the the um about like the uh what is the term admirals yes and the you know the high up in the military these are very low this is like the head of the garrison well you know, I, I this mean, is mon mothma nominally is the most important person mon mothma is the person that we've seen right and we know mon mothma's coming commander bright isn't mm. that important he's he's pretty high up there who's, who's more we don't even know what that is who's more important that's a tough call um yeah okay fair enough I, yeah, I, uh, I mean, let me be really clear. I really like this show. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy it too. I, it's, they've done a really good job, especially pivoting after the mistakes of Boba Fett. Yes. Boba Fett. See, Boba Fett was too. It was like too much like superhero-y stuff. Yeah. Over, over the top superhero. There was a rancor climbing up a building. Yes. <sighs> yes. No, no, I, there's no, re, there's no need to rehash. I'm much happier. Can you imagine if Boba Fett was going up against Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones? <laughs> like, we wouldn't have watched, right? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, even if it was Obi-Wan show, it yeah. would have been like, ah, just getting my... But Andor, surprisingly, has been like, uh, is, despite the fact that they've, the, the runtime has inched up in these... <laughs> It's, you know, it's been because yeah. I was thinking a oh, half hour shows, no big deal, can squeeze that in, no problem. And then it's like 45, 52. All of a sudden, <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, it's coming up on an hour. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. So, and, and that's fine. I think, you know, I didn't, it was even shown against the other two. I was more than happy to clear time for this. I think they're, they're building the Death Star, right? In that penal colony. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they're building. That's what the lady had asked too. It's like, what are they building? It's like, how would I know? Oh, I have no idea. This, but that's what's good. Yeah, yeah. That's what's good is that I don't, I don't know. They might just be making. They just, it might Tie just fighters. be Death Star, uh, not uh, a star, star destroyer. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, so where'd we leave off? Um, not sure, but I, I think if I had to predict, this is the only prediction on this show. Uh, I'm thinking big cliffhanger coming up at the end of the season. Yeah. I think this is going to be the biggest cliffhanger of all of them. Yeah, is he going to be in prison? Great question. Um, no, I don't think so. I think he's got to get out. I think of there, yeah. I think he gets out of prison in the next two episodes. I think we need a bigger cliffhanger than that because we need something to happen with the waif. Something needs to happen with the waif, and something needs to happen with the um, bureaucratic guy who went back home. Yeah, and with his tail between his legs. I mean, I really I like that that's sitting out there. It's fun. In in the way that um, uh, Rings of Power decided not to escape the um, Peter Jackson world too far, mm-hmm. and we want to make it like it's a little wooden and it's a but like kind of bright and cheery, we're trying to like pivot a tiny bit. This is a bigger pivot. Like that character and that look at the world is back to blue milk in yes. um, Luke's homestead. Yes, 
which is fun. Which is it's just fun. A little bit of, but not too much. I don't know. I just I, I can't even describe. <laughs> no, it. I I I understand what you mean. Um. All right. Last thing. How excited are we? I'm pretty excited. How excited are you for this? I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah this is this is good. I mean, it's a. It, Do we also have Andy Circus? Was that Andy yes. Circus? Yeah, Gollum's oh, the here. Crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. So we just need to get him into Game of Thrones, and then he'll be in everything, right? <laughs> Has he not been in? Was he in Harry Potter? Uh, I think he did motion capture for Harry Potter, didn't he? Is he Dobby? <laughs> I don't think. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is slightly unfair since we're still in the middle of the season, and so my excitement level is extremely high <laughs> for the rest of Andor. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I think it's gonna be pretty good. All right, I mean, this has been a huge fantasy talk. That was that was good. I really liked our reviews. Scratch, I liked your reviews. Scratch all, scratch all the itches. Good stuff. Oh, one thing that I wanted to say, um, I don't think I've mentioned this to you. I keep meaning to. The attention to detail on Antor is so great. Those landers that the corporate security went down in were the gunships from episode two, which is so. Yes. Which, but like you know. Yes, I noticed they that. They did also. such a good job of taking that to like close to the imperial um transports no they they did they did so much work to they've done so much work trying to smooth over between (laughs) the prequel and four through six yeah Yeah. okay time for a little housekeeping be sure to subscribe to us on itunes and follow us on twitter fantasy tools mind the z thank you mild manner for letting us use your tunes be sure to follow them on soundcloud and facebook feel free to email us with questions or comments send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com again Mine is he. All I've got left is we're still luck to you, buddy. We're still luck to you too. Yeah.